Welcome to My Meal Moments, where we talk about all things food and the memories or experiences they bring to our lives. Today, I am joined by Desi, who will be sharing her favorite meal moment with us. So, Desi, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your relationship with food? Um, My name is Desi. I am 49 years old. I am married. I like to play video games yes and we have uh cats and dogs and generally a pretty relaxed atmosphere at home and yeah. uh, food is a big part of it tell us a little, tell me a little bit about your fur babies when you bring up the cats and dogs <laughs> we got to talk about a little bit about that come on so we have two chihuahua mixes uh izzy and buster uh, they are four years old and uh, we have two cats. Uh, one is five and the other one is two and a half going on three. Um, and they enjoy food as well because some things we do share with them. Yes. Yeah. Hey, listen, you can't, you can't just keep it all for yourself. The exactly. humans don't get everything, right? Exactly. I mean, come on. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Well, you so graciously said yes to the invite, which I appreciate. Thank you so much. Thank you um, for the invite. Oh, absolutely. Um, so today you are going to share with us a particular meal um, that you would um, consider a formative moment or a favorite moment in your life. Um, so you want to go ahead and share that with us? Sure. It's, uh, it is probably one of the most touching memories. So I grew up an army brat. And my sisters and I uh, lived a lot of different places. And my mother was very much aware of the single parents and the single soldiers who were far away from home and couldn't go home for the holidays to spend with their family. So every Thanksgiving, um, she would make it a point to invite them, um, the, the single um, soldiers or the single parents you know, that had children um, in my stepfather's unit. And we would have meals with them. And this particular year was a Thanksgiving. And we were living in Germany. And we were living in temporary housing. So not the best housing, but it was, you know, pretty big and spacious. And our dining room was very large. And uh, she spent days cooking. And not just traditional Thanksgiving um, food, because we are Puerto Rican. And so she made a lot of dishes that... She was excited to share with them, you know, because a lot of them had not had that kind of food before. And it was just, now that I sit back and think about it, um, the first real example of fellowship. You know, it was um, generic, you know, and of course, kids are very oblivious. I was probably, I want to say about 11 years old. Yeah. So, uh, hanging out with the younger kids or I was the oldest keeping an eye on them but also having fun board games we're yeah. talking 80s <laughs> so um, was not a whole lot to do as far as um, hanging out with the adults but the food was definitely a big part of it and yeah. literally probably six hours of just continuous eating and talking and everybody just being very relaxed and grateful to share a moment with our family 
That's awesome. Yeah. So what kind of foods? I know, um, obviously, I come from, um, I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. Um, so I understand when you said, hey, not just the regular, but also the Puerto Rican stuff. <laughs> yes. So why don't you go ahead and go into a little bit of that? So, like, what's the difference? And, you know, how to uh, give us a little bit of background on some of that food. So um, we had the turkey. And obviously, you know, I think they call it dressing, but I call it stuffing. Um, but with a different flair to it. Um, very heavy on the garlic and pork. Uh, we also had roast pork. Mm. We had uh, yellow rice with gondolas, which is pigeon peas. Yes. Um, we had uh, tostones and we had platanos. So that we had the sweet and the plain kind, and there was a, you know, mojo to go with it. We had a salad, but for us, salad is just cucumbers and tomatoes yeah. with some kind of you know vinegar dressing. So it was very basic in that sense. And then for desserts. It was pumpkin pie, mm. chaga cake, and rice pudding. Yes. And bread pudding, I believe, but I didn't. I don't like bread pudding, so I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> You're like, like, not for me, not for <laughs> not me. Not for me, but my mother loves it, you know. And it was just, um, you look at it, and it looked like a buffet, the mixture of the food. And I believe somebody brought a lasagna. Nice. <laughs> so we it's had lasagna mix. in there. Yeah, it was a, a, a really nice mix of people brought different plates to share with us there was um different drinks like um it was the first time i had uh like iced tea and lemonade mixed together um there was soda of course you know my mother was not really big on soda but we did have soda that day and then for the toasting part my mom always did the um sparkling cider Uh, so the kids could participate yeah so, and it was just literally two huge tables full of food. So, I guess it, it's so funny because you're absolutely right. I think as, as being young people in those moments, it's kind of hard for us to appreciate them right there in the moment. Yes. Um, so, obviously, you're kind of retrospectively looking back at it and saying, hey, man, this was, this was good. Um, so, my question surrounding that particular kind of retrospective um, perspective is how has that kind of how has that resonated with you I guess since then because mm-hmm. um, I'm sure this isn't the first time you've thought about it right um, and I guess secondarily uh, it's um, how has that kind of caused you to approach meals with others so growing up and in those situations I've come to realize that that was my family's form of love we didn't. We said it. Yes, I love you. But for for them, it's more of I demonstrate for you because I'm going to put all this effort into a delicious meal, and then I'm going to sit down with you, and I'm going to watch you eat it, and I want I want to hear what you think about it. I want to see how much you enjoy it, and it's it's how the different generations of women in our family communicated with each other, like. It was insulting that you would <laughs> show up in my grandmother's house or my aunt's house and not yeah. eat something, you yeah. know? Um, so it's, for me, I've struggled with cooking. I didn't care for the domestic duties when I was growing up. But as I get older, I realize taking that time to prepare a meal, and maybe you're not really good at it like I wasn't in the beginning, and you just keep practicing, but you're sharing it with people you love. You're showing them, I put this effort in because you mean so much to me. And that's really how I look at it now. Like, we're not big on entertaining, but when we do have people over, it's it's not strangers like my mom did when we were younger, but 
people we genuinely care about and want to sit down and have a meal with. And we want to show them how much we love them by preparing something we think they will enjoy. Yeah. See, that's that's so awesome to hear because I think sometimes some of that's lost, right? Yes. Yeah, some of that's lost. So I guess kind of as a follow-up to that, um, how do we model that to the next generation? <laughs> <laughs> I think... I would love to say that sitting in the kitchen and showing your children how to cook would be the way to do it. And my mom did that for me. Um, I I tell a story. I I was not very good in the kitchen. So I was given menial tasks, like um, not nothing with a knife. (laughs) My mother didn't trust me with a knife. No knife, does he? (laughs) Yes. But I would pick the rocks out of the beans. Um, I would uh, peel potatoes and stuff like that. And and I was very bad at it. <laughs> so my mother actually kicked me out of her kitchen one year because I cut myself with a potato peeler. Oh, no. But not the sharp edge of the potato peeler. It was the rounded edge that you use to get rid of the spuds. Oh, I don't know no. how I did it. And she just looked at me. She was like, okay, you're done. You're out of here. How is this possible? Yes. I don't know how you did it. You're the That's first awesome. person I've ever seen who does that. But I, I look back now as an adult, and, yeah. and, and if a parent is willing to invest that time, I guarantee you, later on in life, those children are going to remember those memories, and yeah. they're going to realize how important they are, and they're going to want to emulate that and try and establish that in their household. No, you're absolutely right. Thank you so much, because I think that that's, I think that's the lost art. You're absolutely right. It's 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 uh, emulating, right? They, yes. They're only going to emulate the thing that you get to, you know, that they get to see. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I completely agree. That's awesome. So, have you attempted to make any of those things? I have. Okay, so why don't we talk a little bit about that? Like, okay. what, what what would you say kind of the top two of the things that were at that meal that you remember that you kind of attempted to do and success or not so much? Okay. <laughs> so, um, I have tried to make roast pork and and I did a fairly decent job. I would not say it was, you know, fantastic. Yeah. But I got married and I made it for my husband the first time. And he loved it so much. He loved it so much that he asked me how I prepared it. Yeah. And he got advice from my mom. And he has far surpassed me. His uh, is much better than mine. Shout out, so, to, shout out to Justin. He actually he mentioned the pernid when he yes, was on the exactly. show. So there you go. I mean, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. When, it, when you're done eating, you are sad because you're full. <laughs> so we're grateful that he makes enough that there's leftovers. That's you know? awesome. Um, so I've done that, and I actually one year made rice pudding. Nice, okay. Um, there's a lot of room for improvement, yeah. <laughs> because there's no recipes. Yeah. And my grandmother's gone now, so I literally have to sit down and I have to close my eyes and I have to remember the years of watching her oh and trying to duplicate. Yeah. Like I remember pretty much all of the ingredients, and it's now just trying to replicate it by trial and error. I've yeah. gotten decently close not quite and i don't know that i ever will there's just something about your grandmother or your mother's cooking that is never gonna be quite like yours yeah you're like you're like i just can't get that i'm not sure what it is yeah yeah. a good example is we had we were sick not too long ago and my mom was like i'm so sorry you're not feeling well is there anything i can do for you would you like me to make you a soup and i jumped all over that because there's there is nothing Nothing like your mother's soup. <laughs> mama soup, my soup. I'm going to take mama soup. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, my husband was like, well, I offered to make you soup. 
and you didn't want it. Yeah. But you want your mom's soup. And, and I knew he was a little hurt. Yeah. But then he had my mom's soup and he understood. Yeah. He was, He's he was like, like, I, I totally get it. get it now. <laughs> I totally get it now. I'm so sorry. I gave you a hard time. And I was like, I'm telling you. And it's, it's not just how good it is and how comforting it is. But it brings back that warm feeling of childhood, of your mom taking care of you, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's more than just nourishment. Yeah. It's not, it's not just the food. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So, uh, for uh, what I was going to say, as we were talking about the rice pudding, for those that don't know what rice pudding is or has never had it, um, what are some of the ingredients in rice pudding? So there's, um, milk and I use coconut. I'm not big on raisins, so we don't put the raisins in it. So it's, it's couple different kinds of milk one of them being it's very sweet rice and it's definitely a pudding consistency consistency there's nutmeg um there's um cinnamon there's anise star or star anise um and you basically take all these wonderful uh, spices and you boil them and then you add the rice Mm -hmm. and the milk and you just kind of make it to a point where if it was a regular pot of rice, you would not want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's something about the thickening of it and the sweetness of it. It is like, it's not quite like chocolate pudding. No. But it's not like, it's not like the kind of rice you would eat for breakfast. I know that people know what rice pudding is in certain versions, but yeah. this one is much denser. It's much sweeter. It is uh, much more filling. Yeah. And it, it's very rich. And it's delicious it is absolutely delicious (laughs) it's delicious if you haven't had rice pudding specifically puerto rican rice pudding go get you some yes because you don't know what you're missing um so what i like to do at the very end of these of these episodes is i kind of like to put my guests on the spot hopefully it's not too bad for you um but ultimately what i what i want to do is give you opportunity to just encourage the audience what that means very simply is if the Lord has put something on your heart or if you just kind of have a thought that you feel could encourage people that are listening right now. Um, the reason I do it is because I feel like there's a recurring theme. When we talk about these moments, um, there's like warm and fuzzies associated with these. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, a, you know, a lot of times when we're pointing back to these moments, we're like, man, um, there's a warmth or a joy or a satisfaction that comes with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of in that same vein, I just want to give the guest an opportunity to share anything they feel could encourage someone that's listening right now. I would say for those of us that find it difficult to take the time to spend with God and worship traditionally, spending time in the kitchen, not just cooking, although cooking is a part of it, but cleaning and restocking your cupboards and looking at your ingredients and taking that time and that care is a form of worship, I believe, because these are the ingredients you're going to use to show God's love to to Mm. others, you know? That's a good one. That's a good one. I love it. It helps me get back in the kitchen when I don't want to. (laughs) Yes. Like, listen, this is a service for the Lord. I'm doing it. That's awesome. No, that's great. That's great. I really do appreciate that. All right. Well, that is all the time we have today. So first off, I want to say thank you so much. I absolutely appreciate you for being on here, Desi. Um, Thank you for sharing your meal moment. But not only that, but giving us food for thought. So that's uh, that's great. Thank Um, you. So... Audience, listeners, all I want to know, sorry, all I want to tell you is that we will have another episode next week. We'll have another guest next week, and we'll have another episode of My Meal Moments. Catch you then. Bye.